0: everybody what is going on we are here it is the chop up it is finally here. It's saturday night which means the game is tomorrow so i'm amped i don't know it's always every week it's like christmas saturday night it's like i'm waiting for it and then you wake up sunday morning i got my cup i drink this i drink coffee out the same mug every week it says like hey like you know like we're singing the shout, the shout song and i get to it look i got my team with me unfortunately this week we are uh without k gun we're without steros for the girls but we got a dub big dubs got my home girl angie with me and then i got victoria joining me from the football guys uh she is going to help us out tonight a lot because angie needs a lot of help i need a lot of help um, (laughs) and before we we finish up the intros here because i want to give everybody a moment to kind of say hi and introduce yourself i gotta bring in somebody else who's who's i'm considering a special guest this guy is um he's somebody that that is beloved in Bill's mafia for plenty of reasons and he actually got a chance to spend some time with one of our co-hosts here a dubs big dubs a couple weeks ago down in miami what is going on mr warlock yes what's going
1: on, boss? hey hey what's up Amy? hey hey what's going on thanks for having me on
0: Hey, man, thank you so much for being here, man. Um, Before we before we get going, why don't you, uh, you know, just for those who don't know you, I don't know why anybody wouldn't know you. uh, Why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Let everybody know who you are and and just kind of, you know, what you're about, because that's what we're going to get into real quick.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm better known on Twitter as Warlock Six. I'm a huge Bills fan, huge Bills fan. I'm a displaced fan. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm from New York. But I moved to Charlotte about six years ago. And um, I just go on Twitter. I, you know, bring fans to games. You know, like I I donate tickets. I like to interact with everybody. And, you know, I'm just a massive diehard Bills fan.
0: Man, and you know what? I'm going to tell you what. The, the, the fan base is blessed to have you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, like as genuinely as I could say it. Uh-huh. The thing is, um, there's a lot of people who obviously share the same love for this team. We, you know, our fan base has been crazy for, for decades. Like, so, you know, there's a lot of people who do, but in reality, especially right now with what's been going on with the pandemic, man, it's tough financially for a lot of people. It's tough emotionally for a lot of people and what you do, you provide hope and you provide, um, you know, you provide something to look forward to and, and, I, for that man I can't I, I can't even say it any any less I love you man like you're you're family to me so I appreciate you and and uh Angie why don't you uh real quick jump in and kind of talk about your experience down in Miami and then kind of you know just have a conversation real quick with because that that's kind of why I wanted to have this whole thing happen
2: yeah so um I had won these tickets um he was so gracious enough to do this for me um kind of as a graduation present because I graduated with my master's from UB back in May, so I was so, so thankful, and I told even my family, I'm like, you guys can give me whatever, but this isn't, what Warlock is giving me is not going to tap any other present, and just going down there, this was my first away game, I know I told you guys that last week, and it was the best experience I could have had, I was really excited to meet Warlock, because, you know, like he says, he interacts a lot with people on Twitter all the time. And I felt like almost like I knew him already, you know, just from talking to him so much. So to see him in person and just to know like what a hero he is, like to me and to the rest of Bill's Mafia, like I was so excited. I felt like I met a celebrity.
1: Wow. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. It was uh, cool hanging out with you. We went down to Miami, destroyed Miami 35 to nothing. But yeah. so that was beautiful you know, you, you had your, uh, you had your big flag with you and everything you was representing out there. I was like, okay, let's go.
2: Got I, it behind I, me right now. I sure do. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like and just so everybody know, one of the, one of the reasons why I do this, like, uh, growing up, I had no friends, no family that was Bill's fans. So, you know, like growing up through junior high school and high school and everything, I had to deal with that long playoff drought and like all my friends and family, uh, Cowboys fans, 49ers fans, Jets fans, Steelers fans, Giants. For the Buffalo Bills. So when I finally got on Twitter and I'm like, wow, there are actually Bills fans out there. So I just, I just look at all of them. I feel like you guys are all like my long lost family and I'm just big on family and doing things for others. So, you know, that's, part of the reason why you know like i like to you know do the giveaways and stuff just you know just just have fun with everybody you know i'm I'm making up for lost time with all my bills mafia
0: man well it's major for me man because like i said i i I interact with a lot of people on a day-to-day basis now who a lot of times in messages they they will kind of share like man i can't i can't afford to go i would love to go and or hey i can't even be in the city man and I've, i've i've seen times where you've you've purchase playing tickets for people, man. Like, so, so you are creating experiences for people that they wouldn't typically have. Um So, so man, I salute you. I thank you so much for everything that you, that you do for the fan base and for just, like I said, extended family, we're our family. So I think what you, I'm thankful for what you do for my family. Uh What's your, what's your outlook for the game tomorrow, man? We're going up against, I know our guy Tyrod ain't playing, but uh, we're going up against some familiar foes. What, what's your, you know, what are your, what's your prediction on how you feel like it's going to play out?
1: Yeah, I know it's not the same Texans roster from 2019, but I think this is going to be revenge for them beating us, you know, in that playoff game down in Houston that I was at that heartbreaking game. But like uh, I, I feel like we need to jump on Houston right away, you know, with a much better team, huge favorite. Don't even keep them in the game. They're starting a rookie quarterback, you know, so I think. Uh, Josh Allen needs to have a big game. Let's get the ball at Diggs and Sanders and Beasley and the rest of the gang. And, you know, like on defense, get that pass rush going, you know, get after Mills, you know, confuse him with, you know, this just being, you know, pretty much his second start. So, I think we jump on them early. We're gonna, you know, we're going to have the crowd behind us. The mafia is gonna be going crazy, and I just, I just wanna, I just wanna destroy Houston tomorrow. One of my close friends is a Texans fan, and you know, like he, he hasn't even been talking trash all week. He knows that his team is gonna get pounded on, so I wanna just roll them tomorrow.
0: You know what? That's so dope. When like people already know, like it. So this is uncharted territory for Bills fans. Like typically, we haven't been, you know. Over Victoria and I actually just talked about this prior to going live. We're like, man, we haven't have been good for so long, and now it's, it is what it. Like we're 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 here. So like now to walk into a game and actually have the expectation, like man, we're gonna win by at least at least two touchdowns, like three touchdowns. And I don't I don't feel cocky saying it because I promise I'm not being that that obnoxious fan like oh you guys suck but we're used to people talking crap to us so like how has that been for you uh warlock like, like just over the last couple of years now because like you said you're not even in buffalo so like out there in new york especially new york carolina you got you got f- fans of teams who have been to the playoffs and to the super bowl uh what what is it like for you now being that the shoe is on the other foot
1: man it's a it's a great experience <laughs> That that playoff drought that we went through, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Oh my goodness! And now, you know, we finally got the right head coach, the right general manager, the right quarterback, the right team. It it mm-hmm. it, it feels it feels great finally being you know like being the, the the hunter instead of the prey. You know, so it's I mean it's definitely new, but I can I can get used to. You know, having a good team and, you know, like uh, a lot of my like my my boys are like huge, you know, huge football fans. And now it's like in my group chat, the bills are on top. I can go in there and post all the pictures I want uh Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and Hyde and Poyer and I can just flood the chat with like nothing but Bills talk and nobody a question it that's how I know the Bills are really good cuz before when we weren't good you know they would attack the bills and you know try to re- rebut anything i'd say but now it just it just feels great finally having a good team and the fans know the team is good the team knows that the team is good the rest of the NFL knows that the team is good this is definitely a, a new experience but i can get used to this for like the next 10 15, 15 years. I ain't going to lie to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I agree with 95% of what you just said there. The 5% that I'm going to disagree with, I wish this on Patriots fans. I wish (laughs) a drought. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) real talk they need they need to go through 20 years of of just nothingness like I need them to understand what because the thing is I love Tom Brady now like I can admit that that he's no longer in in New England and the thing is he's a phenomenal player he he's if he's not the best quarterback to ever play he's damn near like he's damn near the best you know what I'm saying and and okay great they had that success but they were just brutal as fans it's like you you first you gonna kick me when I'm down and then on top of kicking me when I'm down you are gonna put your foot on my throat like come on man like it was just bad so no I I agree with everything you said you're a kind hearted person but bro I wish I wish nothing but drought and and nothingness in New England for for years to come Boston too basketball same thing you see who I'm repping the Celtics get rid of them get rid of them all of it I don't want
1: nothing to do with it yeah I I agree with you on that one you you got a good point. I do wish <laughs> it on Patriots fans, Jets fans, <laughs> Dolphins
0: fans, and Cowboy fans. You're right. Oh, cow- <laughs> Cowboys fans. You got to throw that in there. Well, yo, I'm, uh, uh, like I said, I thank you for for stopping in. I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, get out of here. But why don't you, before you go, do you have anything going on now? Do you have any um, promotions? Or, not promotions, good grief. Do you have any contests or anything that you're doing that, that some people may need to make their way over to Twitter and find out?
1: Um, actually, I just finished doing a giveaway uh, yesterday or the day before another fan actually reached out to me and said he had two tickets and he wanted me to nice. give away I guess since you know I have a you know bigger following and people are used to me doing these kind of things so I just uh, gave away two tickets a day or two ago so, That's it right now. But just um, also another another Bills fan, I had reached out to him and told him that I wanted to take him to a game. So he's, you know, figuring out his schedule and everything so you can look out for that. But, you know, I just. I just wake up sometimes like, man, who, you know, like, let me, let me, let me, what's up family. I just wake up sometimes like, man, let me just shake Twitter up right now. You know, let me get, let me get everybody going, you know, let me rile the masses up. So, you know, I can, I can wake up in two days and just decide, man, like, you know, who's going to come with me to Tampa Bay, who's going to come with me to, you know, New Jersey when we play the Jets. So, you know, just, just look out for it. I can just wake up tomorrow and, decide I'm taking somebody to a game or multiple people so it 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 just whenever I just you know feel like doing it which be quite often
0: well, I tell you what, man, the only thing I need to know from you is where to send my resume because I need <laughs> to have the same kind of job as you because I'm telling you, man, I'd be struggling with getting to these games and you be at every single one. I'm like, bro, <laughs> uh, right now I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, Tennessee. Like, that's, that's the, you know, but, man, you at every game. It's like, I, I got I to gotta get my resume to this dude. Uh, uh, Andrew, you got anything you want to say to Warlock before we let him go ahead and ride out?
2: Man, I love you, dude. And I love what you do for people and for Bill's Mafia. And we're just so lucky that you're part of our
1: family. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. I love I love all you guys. Thanks for having me on. And let's do this again, man. I'm available all the time. I love talking bills.
0: Well, you know what? Why are you saying that now? I'm going to message you as soon as I'm done with the show. I'm going to get you on a code of conduct where I can just talk to you for a full hour. Me and you, we talk Bills football and we just kind of, I can get to know you better too. It's just tonight, you know, obviously I have Victoria. We're going to talk some fantasy football and all that stuff. But dog, when I tell you I really want to get to know you better because you're that kind of dude, we're going to make that happen. So I'm, I'm going to hit you up as soon as we get done with, with this show.
1: Okay, reach out to me, brother. We'll exchange numbers and take it from there.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. You have a great night. Go Bills.
1: Go Bells.
0: Go All right. So that was Warlock. And, and like I said, for those who don't know him, make sure y'all go follow him and you need to get to know him. Uh, Cause he's one of those dudes that um, even, even if it's not something that he's done for you personally, where he gets to send you to a game, it's just the positivity that he always, you know, has on the timeline, um, how happy he is as a person and the people who are connected to him feel love. So it's chop up time. Let's go ahead and chop it up. We got my home girl, Victoria. Victoria hanging with us tonight what's up <laughs> what is going on
3: oh it's it's a weird feeling like you already said to expect to win by at least two touchdowns tomorrow so you're just like you have a good night's sleep you ain't got you're not tossing and turning we're not worried about tomorrow so that's a nice feeling right yeah, definitely
0: yeah. <laughs> it's so different from you know years past where even when we feel like we have a decent roster it's like can we beat this team or can we not, you know, so there's an anxiety about it. Now it's just like, uh, I can, I can. You have
3: have that like pessimistic feeling, even though, you know, you're like, we should beat this team, but is this a trap game? Now you're just like, nah, we got this. Not even. It's a lock.
0: So uh, a dubs, big dubs, Angie, uh, she sent me some screenshots earlier. And so for everybody (laughs) in the in the chat who doesn't know who Victoria is Victoria is a contributor and she's a co-host of uh the Football Guys pod and she does some things on their website as well as, well as far as con- contributing con- contributions good i don't know what's happening it's saturday i'm sorry but um she's also very very well versed in everything you need to know about fantasy football so we're going to start off first talking a little bit about fantasy football it's going into week 4 i'm actually i'm gonna bring my team up in a second but i want to start with angie's because angie is going through the blues she has some injury i am injury. uh so i'm Angela, struggling talk girl a Aww, bit, I hate talk it. a little bit about it i'm gonna try to see if i can share uh your roster on here but why don't you talk a little bit about it and and uh see what victoria has for you
2: <laughs> girlfriend i need help that's all i'm gonna say um I felt like I was doing right now. I'm two and one. I felt like I was doing pretty okay. The first couple of weeks, I kind of know, you know who my main dudes were and I'm like, cool. Like I feel good with this lineup. And then it's like, I get, I have the Yahoo app and I keep getting notification. This person's doubtful. This person's questionable. Mm. This person's going on IR. And I was just like, everything went to shambles so fast. And I'm like, who am I going to play? And then you go and try to see like, who can I pick up? And it's just like, not exactly cream of the crop at this point of the season. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, and it's my first year. So yeah, like Spence said, I got the blues right now.
3: First year, two and one. I, okay, I got to give you a round of applause. That's, that's awesome. I, <laughs> I do have the screenshots of your team, I got them here in my, in my DM. So. I took a look a little while ago. it's it's tough sledding here, and I want to preface this with like week week three for waivers was rough out there for getting players and the injuries as well. like there were just so many injuries last week, so mm-hmm. a lot of people are feeling your pain in week four, who to start, what to do. So, yeah, let's take a look at this roster., uh, so here's your bench. We're looking at we got. Landry and Gallup on IR, yes. Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs is tough. Monday night game, you don't know if he's going to play. He's looking like he might, but it's a tough decision to hold out. Mm -hmm. So for Josh Jacobs, I'd say you want to play him if he's healthy. But because it's Monday night, is Peyton Barber on your waiver wire? I think I would look to see if Peyton Barber is on your waiver wire first because then you know you can pick him up and slot him in in case – Jacobs is inactive for some reason. He had a great start last week in place of Jacobs, which is shocking, right? He just kind of hopped onto the Raiders team and did did his thing. So he's a, he's a fine play there if you want to pick him up. Hopefully he's on waivers, so check that first. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So you got Aaron Rodgers on the bench. Claypool's out. Yeah, you can't even put him in an IR spot either. Oh my goodness!
2: I <laughs> know uh, it's a hot mess. <laughs> Sterling, it really is.
3: Shepard, oh my gosh. Okay, let's see your actual, do you have the starting?
0: Yeah, I'll pull that up <laughs> oh,
3: I, th- oh, I think I have it here, but yeah, you can pull it up. Okay, so you've got Russell Wilson, Mike Evans, and Hollywood Brown, Kareem Hunt, Trey, Sermon, Logan. That's not too, you know what? This isn't as bad as it, as it seems. It really isn't. Hopefully, a lot of these guys like Claypool and Shepard are healthy next week. Cream Hunt had a, was the was the RB one I think last week overall mm-hmm. so you're good mm-hmm. there. Hollywood Brown has a tough matchup but they gotta use him. Right. Let's see. So so for help, is there any team in your league that needs quarterback help because you have Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers? Is there anyone that's a big Packers fan? Anyone who loves Aaron Rodgers maybe could trade him. For a better running back or wide receiver, somebody that's struggling, and maybe they didn't pick a good quarterback, and they're using Daniel Jones or something every week. I would look to trade one of your quarterbacks. I'd probably keep Wilson here. He's he's mm-hmm. got more more of a ceiling, more upside than Rodgers.
2: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers broke my heart week one. So oh my,
3: is that the week you lost? Because I lost everywhere. I had yeah, that's the that one week. week that I did. <laughs> I was that game was just disgusting. I was like, I was looking at my fantasy app and I'm like, I got to put this game on. What is happening? What is even happening? Oh, it's just ugly. I'm, that said so That was that was your one loss. But I think yeah. that that's where I'd start uh, for help to try to trade at least one of the qu- quarterbacks there's really not much else you can do. I wouldn't, slot. you can't really slot anyone else in. Yeah, almost. that's what
2: I'm saying. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of stuck and it's like, you know, I did the movements and adjustments I could, but it's just like there's only so much I can do, I feel like.
3: Is, there, is this a 10-team league?
2: Uh, there's 12 of us, yep.
3: Okay, so your wire's probably not great yeah. right now, but you could drop someone like Michael Gallup put one of the other guys in your IR slot and pick someone else up off the waiver wire. I don't know who's, if you wanted to shout out some people that are on the wire and we can discuss that. Um, But you could just drop, I mean, in a 12 team, Michael Gallup is not, I mean, for me, I would just drop him and then you can put Claypool or Shepard in that IR spot Mm -hmm. and try to pick someone else up. Um, Plus you've got, yeah. Yeah, those would be my recommendations for for now. Um, We could talk after if you want to show me your waiver wire as well. Um,
2: Yeah, that would be great. But that definitely points me in the right direction of just, you know, what moves are more desirable over the others and what would help me out more, what would help someone else. So I think that's really helpful. So thank you so much. You know, I feel a little bit better. Because, like I said, with, it was just like one notification after the other. I'm just like, oh
3: my God. Yeah, that's God. very bad deal? luck to have four <laughs> total players out of your whole lineup just out. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's rough.
0: It's rough. In, my, um, in my Dynasty League, so even before the season started, so Travis EZN was on injury reserve. J.K. Dobbins ended up on injury reserve. I oh. picked up Hill because Dobbins went on oh, injury reserve, and God. then he went on injury reserve. Fitzpatrick was my quarterback, one of my quarterbacks, it's and sad. then I had Tua. So I mean, like it just like literally my, my Dynasty <laughs> is you bad. You
3: guys, you guys have some bad, bad luck. That's very <laughs> bad. Luck.
0: Yeah, oh, it's my real goodness. bad. So, so you're, you're but, just
3: not competing this year, then?
0: No, right now I'm one and two. Um, <laughs> okay. so I actually won last week, which was I don't know how. <laughs> I have no <laughs> clue how, but it's okay. I'm I'm chugging through. I got the Dynasty, so we going. Look, I I, I, got, the, I got the I got yeah, I got the long term <laughs> fish. Sure. So, but let's get into this weekend. We're gonna I'm gonna take some questions in in a few as far as fantasy and everything like that but right now let's talk about this game tomorrow the uh the houston Texans come into orchard park and come to western new york and they face our boys and uh like we keep we kept alluding to it's no longer the sean watson led it's not even Tyrod led at this point because he's injured so uh let's talk let's talk about david mills what uh we can start off with victoria what do you think we can expect to see from david mills in this offense because it's not it, you know, um, the first the first game that he started this year, or not started, but the first game he played the majority when Ty- Tyrod got injured, he didn't he didn't look like an NFL quarterback. And then last week against the Panthers, he actually looked pretty solid throughout yeah. the, the game. So, so what are your expectations as far as the uh, the Texans' offense this week?
3: I mean, we we've already gone over that. We're not too worried about it. I I think he did look. F- Pretty pretty good last week. He's been the most successful out of all the rookie quarterbacks. Surprisingly, he's had some some success. He had the touchdown last week. I'm not too too worried. Maybe he scores one or two. But we did struggle a little bit last week with Heineke and his rushing and using his legs. So you know, Mills can do some of that. But I again, I'm not too too worried. And the only receiver that he can rely on really rely on is Brandon Cooks and you hope that Trey White can just shut it down and if Trey White can shut down Cooks then really they're not going to be able to move the ball very much especially with the run game they've got a couple of triple shot of geriatric running backs there in Houston all the old school guys that would have taken your fantasy team to a victory about four or five years ago maybe Mm-hmm. And uh, with Mark Ingram, David Johnson, you know all this, all that good stuff, Philip Lindsay, maybe not he's he's a little bit younger, but
0: but they don't they don't give him the share that he should, like I feel like Philip Lindsay I should know. have far more carries um and receptions out the back, just anything he should have far more than he does, and I get that yeah. that Mark Ingram has been Mark Ingram. I get it. I'm not at all hating on him, he's one of my favorites over the last few years, but come yeah. on, like Philip Lindsay. It,
3: it is odd. It is odd because he is a talented dude. He is a talented dude, but they just—they just seem to be a complete mess over there. So you know, I—I I do. I root for. I root for the rookies. Obviously, not rooting for Mills to to do anything well against us. But I just. I want to see him succeed. So we'll see if he can do much better. But I mean, Heineke wasn't really moving the ball on us last week until some garbage time. Um yeah. So and, and when they had those couple turnovers, so. I'm just not worried at all. I don't see them moving the ball very much. Uh, Hopefully, we can get up on them very, very quickly, and then we can have – maybe we see Mitch Trubisky out there for the second half. That would be not that fun, but – it is what it well, is. if we get the win then that's
0: fun <laughs> but you know what if if we're putting Mitchin at the second at the half mark then yeah, you know that gonna... that means we're in good space so i'm okay i can start on my notes for my pod and everything if that's <laughs> the case so a doves what you think and how like what's your outlook on on um not necessarily a, a score prediction yet or anything but just what do you think about the, the offense and david mills what what are we expecting out of this tomorrow
2: yeah, I think this is, you know, he's kind of got like some learning curves and things that he's still working out, you know, with the offense. So it's like I don't expect them you need know, to be quite like how, you know, Heineke was last week, you know, up there, but you know, I think they'll probably get one or two kind of like Victoria was saying, Um, I'm curious weather-wise, how that's going to impact the game. You know, if we're going to get, you know, both teams are going to get the run game going more, what's that going to be like? You know, I think he's probably going to depend on um, Brandon Cooks a lot. I think he's going to depend probably on Mike Ingram a lot. That's what it seems like. That's kind of like the two people he's been really comfortable with. But, you know, the consistency, I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't think I'm not threatened by them. I hope we do see Mitch at some point playing. It's kind of yeah. where I'm at.
3: <laughs> yeah, this forecast, I just brought that up too. It's it's not looking too great. Although the wind, I mean, it was w- very windy last week. And Josh mm-hmm. Allen was just tossing the rock like it was just a beautiful day outside. You would never know. It, it was wild. So the wind usually gives quarterbacks in the passing attack more problems mm-hmm. than the rain, actually, which um, – it bodes well. Hopefully tomorrow we still can can pass. We're not having too many slippery drops or anything like that. But yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be very interesting to see what the game plan is. Yeah, hopefully
0: he throws the ball. Oh, oh good, my bad.
3: Oh, I was my just bad. gonna say
2: yeah. I'm I'm just curious about ball control in general. You know, especially yeah. just like our defense and you know how we like to pressure and cause turnovers. You know, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna really capitalize on those if they see guys you know not having the best grip and things like that. So.
3: Yeah, we're. I think we'll get to the quarterback a couple times tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think we're gonna have a day as far as um, you know, like the sack column is concerned. Mm-hmm. It, you know, when you have young quarterbacks and then young inexperienced quarterbacks at that. Um, is it, and then this is this is his third or second start. It's his first away start, and he's coming to Buffalo. Like no, yeah. it's, it's um. <laughs> So I just, I, I feel like he's going to be a little nervous. He's going to hold good on luck. to it a little bit.
3: Good luck, Mr. Mills. Pour luck. one out for you. <laughs>
0: but I mean, I just, I don't see it um, working. Now, I, I could be completely blinded. This could be me um, and all of us really like drinking the Kool-Aid and and just being in love with our team and having our Homer goggles on. But realistically, I just don't see that. I, I think, um, and yeah, the Texans played a pretty good game last, you know, like it was, it wasn't like, He didn't look horrible. It was a close game. But again, are we afraid of if we played Carolina tomorrow, are we afraid of Carolina too? Um, I don't think that we are. As much as I think Sam Darnold is better than he got credit for in in, uh, New Jersey, I don't think that he's, you know, he still doesn't scare me and that team doesn't scare me. So I'm just not nervous about it. But, you know, it is what it is. That running attack that Victoria mentioned earlier, I'm still not scared of that only because I don't think that, that the coach is Know what they're doing down there. I think, um, you know, if you're gonna if if you're gonna have a, a a run heavy offense, you need to use the guy who's the best right now on your roster. And the guy who's the best is not getting the most at all. He's not getting the most carries or anything. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, but let's pivot for a quick second there. Um, oh, real quick, we got a super chat. My guy uh, Charlie says that they uh they mentioned Josh's arm strength as an asset for playing in Buffalo weather when he was drafted. Weather shouldn't be an issue ever. Love the show. Shout out to my man, Mm -hmm. Charlie. And I was actually going to uh, pull one of his comments up earlier, but we kept talking. Uh, Charlie, everybody does not hate your takes. You're a very, very good analyst. The thing is, (laughs) a lot of times as Bills fans, when takes don't necessarily agree with our, our love for the team, you know, we attack. That's all so don't take it personal man we love you keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great thing over there at built in buffalo i love the network shout out to everybody over there my home girl t estelle is doing the damn thing that's my girl um so yeah shout out to charlie man keep doing what you do uh but no i I agree with him i agree with you uh before we move on what do you what i think victoria basically just just said the same thing as far as saying like you know he was out there what do you think A Dubs?
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think I was really impressed with like, you know, that even the commentators just kept saying yesterday, like, wow, it's really windy here. It's really windy here. And it just, Josh didn't even seem phased by it. So that to me, like, you know, I know we're talking about like growth and everything like that. But I think that just shows like how much better of a quarterback he's been and he's becoming. So that makes me feel a lot more confident. And, you know, when we have extreme weather and things like that.
0: You know what, though? Even on top of that, there was a, a stat that um, the Buffalo Bills PR posted yesterday. And it, it just, like, when I tell you it gave me chills, I'm, I'm looking for it now to pull it up. But it, it was one of those things where it was just like, what in the world? Like, so Josh Allen's rookie season, mm-hmm. uh, we were trending as the worst offense of all time for any given one season. And then now, since we lost against Houston in the playoffs, the Buffalo Bills lead the NFL in average points per game during the regular season, tied with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just think that's an amazing stat.
3: Wow, that's like it gave crazy! Me it I gave love me that. Well, you you see, like obviously the week one, week two struggled, and a lot of that. As much as we blew out the Dolphins, and you see Josh Allen still upset with himself for those few misses or whatever he still needed to work on, whatever it may be. When he adjusts and he flips that switch, it's you see when our defense is firing on all cylinders and our offense, you see what we can do. It's just absolutely insane, just like last week. I think it'll happen again this week, but... If they can continue to do that throughout the rest of the season, I mean the the sky is the limit. And I've read from multiple outlets that the Bills have the easiest strength of schedule remaining in the league, which just ooh makes me so, so happy. Like I every single year we've been inching closer and closer and I just want to get to the big game. Big it's game in twenty twenty two. I just you You going to LA? Oh, my gosh. I, I would love to, but, again, who can afford that? <laughs> I'll be watching, know, from, my, I'll watching a, from my couch.
0: I'm going to call Warlock on that one. Hey, yeah. bro, you going <laughs> No, I'm going to try but, to play
2: the lotto and see if I can go and swing it. Heck, right? yeah,
0: heck yeah. I, uh, I think that. Kristen, I don't think, Kristen actually already bought her plane ticket in the event of a Buffalo uh. Bills trip to the Super Bowl. So she doesn't have a, a game <sighs> ticket, but she's like, dude, plane tickets from Buffalo were on sale for, like, like I think the, the round trip ticket. Was like two something. She's like, I'm doing it, I'm going. <laughs> so she's already like, ready to go. go. She's, like, <laughs> she's ready that. to go. I love
2: um, her.
0: So, um, but uh, so just kind of mention a little bit more about about the game tomorrow. Uh, interesting developments recently. So, again, we're not going against Deshaun Watson tomorrow. His name has come up again. Um, right now in the news. And if this is a, a heavy topic or if this is something that we're not comfortable talking about, we can move on. But it's just interesting to me that even with you know, all of the, the pending charges and, and or it's I guess there's no criminal charges yet, but there's um some allegations of sexual harassment um pending on Deshaun Watson from some misconduct or whatever, however you want to use it, uh with massage, you know, massage parlors or or whatever, right? So therapists he's still talking about being traded like and we're here in Miami on top of it with anything. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? And if like I said, if it's too much, we can move on from it. But I kind of, you know, want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, So we can again, we can start with Victoria uh, as the the guest today. Uh, Let us know your thoughts.
3: Yeah, I won't get into any of the legal side of things or any of that that you just hit on. The the trade talks are interesting to me. You know, They, they probably linked him to every quarterback meaty team over the offseason, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Eagles before the season started, and the chatter's not going to end. But I just don't see why a team would trade multiple first-round picks, two, three first-round picks for a guy who might not be able to play sometime soon is he not he's not on the commissioner's list, meaning he wouldn't be able to play uh in the nfl he's not on there he is eligible to play right now but he just refuses to play for for the texans wants to be traded i just don't see why a team would just put all that draft capital on the line to potentially not be able to use this guy as their qb and it's just a huge risk and of course you knew that if to or if something was going wrong with the dolphins or any of those teams, even for the Eagles, maybe they're chanting for Watson, but it just would not be smart at all for a team to take a a shot on that right now. Um, yeah, it just,
0: I'm with you. There's no way even now as a talent, if none of this stuff was, you know, if, if there was no cloud, you know, dark cloud kind of hovering over the situation, there would be no question that if I'm not the bills, if I'm not Kansas city, um, If right now, if I'm what, you know, I don't know, the Chargers, you know, there's there's a few there's a few teams that I would be like, look, hell no, if I'm but other than that, like for the most part of it in the league. If I'm if Deshaun Watson's available, his talent is worth it. Angie, what do you think as far as just like how everything is going on? Apparently, I'm reading in the comments here that eight out of, the, out of the 22 complaints are criminal in nature, but no charges have been filed yet. Um. So, but aside from that, or I mean, you can comment on that if you like. But aside from that, like, what are your thoughts on that? Especially in like in considering the the one the team that he is still very much linked to is in our division, being the Miami Dolphins.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the other thing I think about like on top of what Victoria was just saying too, is just some coaches, you know, that they really value culture in their guys. And, you know, what would that mean, you know, with everything that he has going on, like how is that going to affect their locker room or what, you know, negative attention is it going to bring in? And, you know, I feel like some teams, you know, Maybe they would let it slide, but some teams like they don't want that there and they don't want that negative attention, you know, in the locker room or from the fan base and everything like that. So I think they just kind of see it as like a risk in that way. So that's kind of where I think, you know, some heads might be when it comes to that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we can move on from that. Like I said, I know um, I don't want to get into certain topics uh, because it's a heavy topic. But uh, on a lighter note, before we get back to the game, uh, because now I kind of want to talk a little bit about um, like the Bills' expectations and things that I feel like so far this season in my eyes have been weaknesses. And I know we don't have many questions about tomorrow's game, but there's still things that we can correct. Going every week, um, you want to be good in every phase of the game. But uh, before we do, my man LaShawn Shady is retiring. Uh Sean McCoy decided that he's going to call it a career and he retired as a as an Eagle and look, first he's a freaking Hall of Famer in my book. Uh what how do we all feel about this retirement and and I know he should have done it in Philly. Is it bad that I kind of wish he would have did it as a Bills? I
2: wish he did it as a Bills. I thought about that. I'm like I get it but at the same time I'm like come on, man.
3: Yeah. Uh uh-huh. Philly was his team. He never—I don't think he really wanted to leave. I think he's alluded to that or said that before. He <laughs> wish he played there his entire career. That makes sense. As as much as Bill's mafia, we loved him. Obviously, he did some amazing things for us when he was here. That his heart probably was just still in Philly, and uh, for sure, that's okay. That's all right. He was still. I remember, though, a quote in 2018 that he said something about Josh Allen being special and that he didn't, doesn't usually pump up rookies, but this kid is special. And hey, turns out he was very correct, luckily. So I love that about him. He always touted Josh as his, uh, his rookie that he loved. So I hope he gets into the Hall of Fame.
0: Well, I feel like he will. And um, what I want to do real quick, I just want to kind of share um, the, the interview, or I, I guess it was his presser. From um, his, you know, his retirement in Philly. Uh, so let me let me share this real quick, and and then uh, we, we can talk a little bit about it.
4: I think the only regret I, I truly have is um, you know, in my PR. She's looking at me like, I don't say that. But my only regret I have, man, is is not being an eagle in my prime. You know, at the time when when uh, I got traded, I felt I was probably one of the top maybe the second guy, you know, other than, um, Jason Peters. And, um, there's so many different reasons. Like I look at like men, Larry Fitzgerald are really, really tight. Um, obviously the pick connection, but just like the, the way he is with the, with the organization, um, you know, you look at Arizona Cardinals, no matter what era, he's going to be a name that sticks to that franchise. You know, and I think the short time I was here, right. You kind of feel like that, but, um i think that if i was here for more three more years around that 10th year um that's something that i would would have with, with this franchise now i'm not saying that i don't that's not the case still but just knowing how things work with with different players and franchises and i was still hot you know when we departed but that's one thing i always regret that i always should have been an eagle um you know from our career
3: um in in probably majority of my prime years oh we're all on mute i'm
0: I'm muted yeah we're all muted uh so kind of like what you alluded to he he didn't want to leave philly and I, i don't want any bills fans to take that wrong he also had more comments later where he mentioned you know first how grateful he are he is for bills fans and how uh, the city embraced him and how even coming into the city he wasn't necessarily excited at first but when he got here man it, it completely changed his love for and for the fans so lashaun he has he absolutely has a love and and admiration for the city and for the fan base but i mean let's be real you know it, he was a philadelphia eagle he was a pit guy pennsylvania is is where he is supposed to be so you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I hope I hope he's a first ballot. I, I know he won two Super Bowls without actually contributing. You know, in <laughs> for the game, but he's a Super Bowl champion to me. He's a he's a heck of a player. And I know uh, there's a couple comments in there that, which I understand. Some people didn't like personality wise, or he made some mistakes kind of uh, P.R. wise. He did some things that you'd be like, oh, shady. Come on, dude. <laughs> but. He's a heck of a player. Uh, so, Victoria, I know we you just kind of had some comments. Why don't you just you know, kind of finish up with that, and then we can uh, move on to the Bills after Angie has her comments, too.
3: Yeah, I did. I think in the interview, too, he said a couple teams were calling, and he still had an opportunity to play, but he wanted to hang it up. He didn't want to chase numbers and all that. And I understand that. I mean, he just, like you said, won those two rings, and he's probably like, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm on my way out, so. Always respect to Shady. Love what he did for us in Buffalo. I wish we could have done more when he was here, but hopefully he gets in the Hall of Fame.
0: All right. And Ange, what are you what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I have nothing but love for Shady, but I I do understand, you know, I actually didn't get to see his full interview, but even just from that clip alone, like you can understand someone wanting to make an impact and leave a legacy, you know, especially for him spending as much time as he did and wanting to continue a future there, like, you can't, I don't blame anyone for that. Like anybody would want that. So I can definitely, you know, understand like where he's coming from, from that, but I am, I do think he did enjoy his time in Buffalo. Um, I'm so thankful for everything he did. I think he was a really good mentor and a leader for some players. I know he really loved Josh. So I'm just thankful that, you know, he got to be here for the time that he
3: was.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you, and and especially because the, at the time that we got him, and and now we can kind of get back to the the, the game and uh, just everything else, um, we had Tyrod as our Tyrod as our starter as our starter. I cannot talk tonight. Holy <laughs> smokes! Um, and the thing was, as much as I love Tyrod, I'm a Tyrod fan, but he he isn't the quarterback to to just push the ball down the field like Josh does. Like that's the reason why we drafted Josh. But Shady, sure enough, gave us that that electric moment. Like, he, he gave us that spark when we needed one. Um, you know, you almost felt more comfortable handing the ball off than you did throwing it. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's like we need a chunk of yards. Give it to Shady. It's like, you know, (laughs) so I absolutely I love the guy. I know I I see some comments saying that he came to practice drunk or whatever like that. I don't I don't know why he was traded or cut or whatever. You know, I don't I don't care. The thing is, when he was here, he gave us 5000 plus yards in a couple years or a few years. We had the number one rushing attack twice while he was on our team. Um, a lot of that had to do with Greg Roman, but 95% of that had to do with the guy carrying the ball. And that was LaShawn, Shady McCoy. And look, Shady, great career. I wish you well in your retirement. God bless you, man. I love you. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Don't ruin no more movies for us, though, damn it. We're <laughs> oh, my God, like,
2: please. <laughs> I'm still so mad about that.
0: <laughs> Dude, Just out here like, oh, Tony Stark's died. What? Come on, man. Come oh on. my God.
2: My brother and I are huge Marvel fans, and when I saw that, I like threw my phone because I'm like, did he really just ruined the Stan movie for me? He
0: sure did. Like, come on. So, but talk about Tyrod. Let's let's talk about him real quick. So we're gonna miss out on Tyrod. Um, and then last week we missed out on Fitz. And um, to me, it's like I look at both of those like the the past relationships, kind of. You know, you moved on for good reason. And then there's a part of you that has a love for each one of them in different ways. So like Fitz is like the first love that you never get over and you still love him, even though you know he ain't right for you. He's going to (laughs) never quite do the right thing by you, but you just love him. That's Fitz. And we missed out on Fitz last week. And then this week we're missing out on Tyrod. Now, Tyrod is probably he's the guy that does everything right. You know, he always opens the door. He's so respectful. Your parents love him. You know, he's just he's a good role model. If you have kids already, you know, like he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. But then at the same time, it's just not the commitment you're looking for. He's not like he's he's great in every area, but he just doesn't do something that you, you know, which one would we have been more afraid of to face? So if Tyrod came in tomorrow or if it was a fit started last week, we can start with Angie.
2: I was thinking about this for a while. And for some reason, for me, it's always Fitz. Like, we don't call him Fitz Magic for nothing. It's just, like, with him, it's just, like, you don't know, you know, is he going to have, like, a normal game or is he going to throw for, like, 500 yards? I feel like that uncertainty is just, like, that makes me afraid of him because I'm, like, you don't know what kind of game you're going to get out of him. So it's just, like, that to me was someone that it's, like, if – I was going to be more, I guess, threatened by one or the other. It would have been Fitz.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I, felt. I had us losing uh, when I did like my full season prediction for the schedule. I had us losing to Washington because of Fitz. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah. Lose- I thought I thought their defense was better than what they showed last week. We all did. defensive line, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that defensive line. Um, now I, I still think their defensive line played a great game. I, I know they didn't get to Josh as much, but that's just because Josh is doing Josh things. Mm-hmm. Um, they they pressured him a ton, but uh, but he just he just picked him apart. So I just thought it was going to be a little different. I still had us at this point of the season two and one. Uh, Victoria, what do you think? Do you think it, it like Fitz had a better shot, or if Tyrod was here tomorrow, you think Tyrod has a better shot?
3: Yeah, I think it's, if we put them, just the quarterbacks comparing them together, it'd be probably a little bit closer, uh, but full team-wise, defense, special teams, offense, it would have been Fitz and in, in the, the Washington football team, just because they're, like you said, before the season, their team seemed to be very complete, they finally got, you know, even though Fitz was just their bridge quarterback, they finally got a guy that can be competent, they're not having a carousel of quarterbacks with Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith and all this, the garbage they dealt with last year. So they were definitely a little bit scarier. And I just, as soon as Fitz got injured, that just broke my heart, broke my heart. Cause he finally had a shot to just lead a team for a full season. He's been a journeyman quarterback his whole career. And it was just, he seemed very happy and just stoked to be there and lead the team. And the team seemed to look up to him. I followed Washington fairly closely. In the offseason, I am a huge Antonio Gibson fan for fantasy. So, oh gosh, let's mention that 73-yard catch and touchdown run. That was just wild. That was one of our weaknesses. Let's put that on the the list for one of our weaknesses from last week. But I love watching that person. That was hard to watch against my team, but man, that was was awesome. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, Fitz would have been much scarier, especially just Houston is just a dumpster fire right now as much as – I think they'd be more successful with Tyra out of the helm right now, but not very much more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't don't think that – and I know – actually, I had my man Antoine Staley on the Code of Conduct earlier this week, and he's a beat reporter for um, the Panthers. He used to cover Miami. And he seems to think that David Culley's a good coach. I don't. And I don't know if it's because of my experience with him being with the Bills and um, the reputation out of Buffalo is like, oh, he's a very good dude. He's a very good dude, not a bright coach. You know, um, now that's whatever, but that's how I feel about him. The thing is, the play you're talking about with Gibson, I don't even feel like that's a weakness. I felt like it was yeah, one of those plays that's broken. Yeah. Yeah, they caught us. It was it was just a play that the team kinda was over aggressive on some things and they just caught us yeah. out of space and um even with the special like- teams. Yeah, it looked
3: like it was going to be a sack almost. I think Heineke just out right. of the way checked down, and Gibson just a talented dude. I know I was just messing on that. <laughs> and
0: Gibson is that dude, no, but Gibson yeah. is really one of those dudes that's like, he oh, he's he can be special for a long time if he yeah. can um if he can stay healthy. But a, another another freak play, I guess, because a lot of people want to blame it on the win. We were talking about the special teams play when Isaiah McKenzie on uh, the kickoff kind of let the ball drop; it bounced. Washington football team ended up recovering it
3: yeah
0: I struggle with this (laughs) I struggle with this so I'm a huge um special teams guy I'm like when it comes to to the game of football I value special teams probably a whole lot more than most content creators and probably a Mm -hmm. whole lot more than most fans because I I really believe that if you you have to win consistently two phases of the game to win right so I feel like if you can win special teams, that's really, it means if your defense plays a, a great game, your offense can kind of be, you know, like you can have mistakes from Josh Allen, You can have games where uh, Stefan Diggs isn't quite creating a separation. It's not going to happen a lot, but if it happens, okay. Cause you won on defense and on special teams. If like last season, our defense, the rush defense was not working for us. I always reference how Frank Gore averaged over five yards of carry in the first half when we played the jets. Um, and, you know, we had like we've had we were beat up a little bit offensively when it comes to or defensively, I should say, when it comes to other teams running the ball on us and reception wise, like the passing attack. Actually, we just weren't solid early on. We got better as the season went on, but we weren't solid. But we won special teams every single week. We won that. So when Josh, the offense was doing their thing, the defense could have an off week. Cool. is not because you won both phases. Mm hmm. I think Bills fans and um, the media in Buffalo has pretty much been spoiled by the fact that um, Andre Roberts has been to the Pro Bowl for us twice. I think that we've been spoiled by the fact that we have three of the top ten special teams players in the league Um, on the other side of the ball when you're looking at Saron Neal, Taiwan Jones, and Taylor Matakovich. I always say his name wrong. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, But I think we got spoiled there. We no longer have – we just can't be spoiled. So um, how do you feel? are you are you sold on on Isaiah McKenzie as a, a kick and punt returner or are you kind of where I am where it's like I love Isaiah like a lot and I want him to be good at this role so bad but it just seems like his for me it's his um, decision making it's his um, it's not when he gets the ball when he gets the ball I'm all for him get the ball and do the damn thing dog do it. <laughs> But it's it's this. There's times where he's fair catching the ball on punts when he really got space to run. There's times when he got space when he doesn't have space to run that he didn't fair catch the ball. And it's like, what are we doing? Uh, what are your thoughts there?
3: Ah, uh, goodness. I mean, he's averaging the highest amount of yards per return right now in the entire NFL. So I like that. When he like you said, when he does get the ball and he has a nice return, he's successful. I think. I want to just give him the benefit of the doubt just because he had, we had Andre Roberts Pro Bowl for so long that how many opportunities did McKenzie really get to shine when when we've had Andre Roberts for so long? I think maybe he's still just getting his groove because he's still learning, learning, like you said, learning to make those decisions on if he should fair catch or go or whatnot. I'm, it's definitely one of our weaknesses and, to me that seemed like a fluke play. I guess uh I guess you you're this is the the spot you want to be hard on them. I understand. So
0: Well, no, it's not it's not being hard on them. Um it you I will I will agree with you that the wind basically snatched the ball and was like, <laughs> "All right, I'm going to drop it here." The thing is you even even if um there's no real room to return that, and you, you the decision making aspect yeah you fair catch that it's yeah, a live it ball after ten yards, yeah, so you you get that ball and you you fall down, you don't let it bounce i understand so again i'm i'm not I'm not trying to be hard on him in the sense that like hey no, the win was absolutely a factor there it didn't it wasn't a factor for Josh, but it was a factor for kicking. We saw that, yeah, but you catch that ball, you don't yeah. let that ball bounce because again after ten yards it's a live ball mm-hmm. so you know but again you're right too i don't I don't want to overly nitpick i don't want to make it seem like it's like okay we have to be perfect but the thing is no you're but gonna we have lost, games where-
3: yeah sorry i'm interrupting you i think i know where no, you're no, going no. with that you're gonna have a game where that's gonna be make things close right is that where you're going mm-hmm. I, I apologize to cut you off i was literally about to say that week one look what happened the whole momentum changed when Oh, goodness gracious. I miss, I miss Corey. I miss Corey (laughs) punting for us. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, yeah, when Matt, when Hack did that, that was, that changed the whole game. Like you said, that could, if we weren't up by so much against Washington, I mean, that could have changed momentum, could have changed a lot of things. So you're right. You're exactly right. I, I, I'm still rooting for him. I love, I love Isaiah. I I hope, I hope he learns this quicker than, quicker than, uh, than later because, I think he can be really successful. I mean, you when, when we got rid of Andre, I was surprised. But also, I just remembered that Miami game last year when he re- took it to the house, when when Zay took it to the house. And it was the way he can just stop and cut and, and speed up is just his speed is insane. So I, all the talent is there. I think, like you said, the decision making is really the most important thing he needs to be working on. I agree with you there.
0: No, no. And where, where, are your, where are your thoughts at there because I, I I do get that i sound like you know i'm nitpicking and, and i'm being rough on isaiah i love no,
3: isaiah. No. you got you gotta be this what you that's what we're here for we're not we're not trying to dog him but you're you're completely right yeah
2: we know you got all love for the dirty but um <laughs> sometimes he kind of reminds me of like sonic when he runs because you just see like a flash of blue and he's just like, <laughs> gone and I'm like, i'm like man can run no i think it's right to be critical of him though but like kind of like Victoria was saying like you know he didn't have as much opportunity so I feel like he's really trying to like figure this role out and like you know that decision making when you're learning a new role can be a little bit challenging like I know for me trying different you know positions when I play like you know I struggle a little bit and you know I might second guess myself or hesitate and things like that I'm sure he does the same thing but obviously he can't do that all the time because a good team is going to capitalize on those mistakes and read on that. And then, you know, that's going to be costly in the end. But um, I think there's a lot of upside to him. I think he's really fat. He's great. Um, I'm not too worried about him, but um, I just hope, you know, sooner rather than later, you know, things will start clicking for him.
0: And just to to prove that I, re, there's really no animosity in my heart to to Lil Dirty, I love Lil Dirty. He has a new show, um, and I need everybody to be supportive of this. Um, if you're in Buffalo, make sure Monday at six p.m. Monday at six p.m. you're you you need to be at Mister's because he's going to be recording his first episode with my man Ty Dunn, and it's gonna be dope. Because Lil Dirty got that he got the personality, he has everything. He got the smile, he got the charisma. So. I'm telling you, I love the dude. I like, I love him. I just, I just really um again, I value special teams to the point where it's just like, okay, I I'm I'm nervous, man. On offense, plug him in and he's gonna give you a touchdown at least every like if you put him in there for a certain amount of plays a game, it's almost a guarantee that he's gonna score because he's that type of player. But I just I just yeah, I just I need it. I needed I just need it to be better on special teams. <laughs> so Victoria, before we get out of here, a couple of things. Why don't you give me a um a score prediction and a Josh Allen stat line, what oh, you think he's going to do.
3: Goodness.
0: Yeah. I'll start with mine. So, so you can give it a quick second to think yeah, about it. Yeah. Okay. It. So I'm going uh, 43 to 10. And the only reason why I'm going that much of a blowout is because my man, uh, coach McDiddy cussed in the presser and he said ass. So that means it's going to be a blowout. He's going to kick their ass. Uh, so yeah, 43 to 10, Josh is going to keep going what he's been going with. And it's about to be, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, I'm going to go with Josh going 415 yards passing. I'm going to go with three touchdowns in the air, one on the ground, and I'm going to give my man Moss uh, another touchdown.
3: I love that. I was going to say, Josh, three through the air, one on the ground as well, at least 375. What if what if he just chops it up and they put Mitch in? Then not going to have as much, right? But score prediction, I think, I think Houston could put up 13 on us, maybe uh, – Maybe we get about 42. I'm going to go 42, one lower. Are we, we going to bet this? And then I'm going to – just kidding. No, I love that. No, I I love that you mentioned Moss, though, because we didn't talk about him at all tonight. But how does he go from a healthy scratch to just, oh, he's balling out for us. I love to see that. I'm really happy for him. Um, I mean, it looked like Singletary was pulling away, and then here here comes Moss week two and three. So – good for him i hope he can keep rolling because we need a balanced attack and i'm very glad we've got a balanced rushing and passing attack now these last couple weeks
0: i think zach moss is rb1 for for this team um and mm-hmm. i've been yeah. saying that i've been saying that and again i get flat because it's like what you don't like Devin? i love Devin. i just think Devin is rb2 i don't think he's <laughs> rb1 uh so angie what's your prediction where we at
2: so i had 42 10 as my prediction think it's Dang. gonna be a blowout I definitely do um I think Josh is gonna get two touchdowns on the ground um I think we're gonna see Mitch at some point um and I think he's gonna and I think Josh is gonna throw for I'm gonna say close to 400
3: I love it okay I'm I'm
0: with that you already know I'm with that, that I said 415 so we going with it um so Victoria, why don't we let everybody know where to find you and find your content, and um, sure. when your shows are live, or you know when they when they go live, and, and you you also write, am I? correct with
3: that yeah 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 right. you're correct yeah you can find me on twitter at ffb underscore victoria all my work is at footballguys.com i host the football guys mailbag show every wednesday night at 7 30 p.m eastern you can send any of your fantasy questions to mailbag at footballguys.com you can email or just tweet us on twitter at football guys so that's fun we answer start sit trade questions anything you can anything you can think of i host that with Dave and Troy and then i do a thursday night show ladies night out with the ball blast mm. girls uh, at ball blast football it's me Kate and Michelle and we answer we talk about the thursday night matchup uh we talk about start sits for the for the thursday night game and then we answer any questions after that for any of your start sit fantasy questions on that's thursday night at also at 7 30 eastern
0: all right a dubs big dubs why don't you let everybody know same thing where they can find you are you i haven't heard anything and maybe it's just because and so i apologize you know i love you are you you still doing the donut all yeah,
2: so we're doing it we used to do it every week but joey's been really busy with some other steelers content so we're doing it kind of like every couple weeks so we actually have an episode yeah. coming out next thursday so we're going to record it on next wednesday but yeah so i'm on twitter at billsbabe 716 um i'm on instagram at angelina 0x um, you can find our Donut Bag podcast. We posted both to Twitter and to Instagram, so you can follow the Donut Bag um, on Twitter and on Instagram as well.
0: Okay, um, and and y'all know me. It's Jay Spencer King. Before I get out of here, I do. I want to shout out um, and plug a couple things. One, y'all already know how I talk about these just in case bags. Every single week, I need y'all to jump on these things. A couple of reasons. One, they make them. They got them for men and women. It's not just men. Like I know it had, I just saw the King shirts, but listen, these just in case bags (laughs) is, it's really Victoria's laughing, but I'm telling you it's dope. It has something for everybody, you know, and it's filled with like everything that you need to freshen up after work. If you got to go somewhere and meet up somebody, um, or after the gym or just a little sneaky link, you know, after the games, you got stuff going on. I need y'all to go to justincasebags.net. Go ahead and check it out. The shirts are dope. I like the zaddy one. I got the zaddy one. I wore it last week, so I can't wear it every week. But it's dope. We, you know, um, So go ahead and do that. And then Monday, I need y'all to, I, or Tuesday, I'm sorry. I really, really need y'all to check out Dakota Conduct. It's going to be one of my personal favorite episodes from anything that I've ever done in my entire time doing podcasting. And I've had some good guests. I've had Isaiah McKenzie on. I've had Lorenzo Alexander. I've had, uh, I don't know, I have Whoever, I have some good people. This is going to be one of my favorite personal episodes. I got Zelda, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's gonna be the king, it's gonna be the butcher, and it's gonna be the machine, and we're gonna do the damn thing.
4: Look, I love y'all.
0: Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. <laughs> go Bills. Bills. Let's go. Thank you. I was about to get you off. You ain't say it. I was going <laughs> to get you. Thank you.